Just a friendly reminder that the opinions expressed on this show are not worth a Canadian penny, so disregard anything you hear that might get anyone in trouble. And despite some of the great ideas you may hear, don't try them at home. Go to friend's house instead. Welcome to Slam Fire Radio, episode 254. Ho, 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 our Christmas edition. This is December 12th, 2018. I am one of your jolly hosts, Trevor. Jolly, really? Kelly? Shut up, I'm, I'm Kelly. Jolly, damn it. <laughs> I'm Kelly. Yeah, I'm, I'm ho, ho, Matthew, I guess, and not as jolly as Trevor. I'm uh, Jolly Adriel. There you go. Well... There. You can tell by your face how jolly you are, Adriel. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm jolly, Adriel. You guys can all shut up. You're all getting cold. I'm. You can tell I'm jolly by my hat. I mean, who, yeah. who else has a black Christmas hat, right? So yeah, for the listeners who aren't viewers, we're all wearing something festive. I have a Christmas hat on that says "Bah Humbug." Adriel's actually wearing red and has a traditional red Santa hat. Kelly looked like she killed a wild cat and turned it into a Christmas hat. It's got a leopard print thing going on there. They're a little different. And Matthew's wearing a Christmas stocking on his head. I couldn't find a hat. It's you very improvised. festive. It improvise, overcome. That's what you do. That's right. And I did. I overcame. Speaking of what we did, uh, why don't we uh, talk about what we did this week in guns, which is brought to you by... The Calgary Shooting Center, Canada's premier firearms retailer. Right now, they have SLR receivers in stock on the shelf. Walk in, pay $999, and walk out with an, your very own SLR just in time for Christmas. If you're not so much into building ARs, they will assemble the gun for you uh, for a nominal fee if you uh, provide them with the parts, or you can, of course, purchase all the parts from them as well. So if you, uh, didn't want to do a pre-order thing, you don't have to. Just walk in and buy it. So, um, Mr. McClatchy, Yo. sir, what? Merry Christmas. Hi. Hi. Merry Christmas. Hi. Are you going to say Merry Christmas back? or are you just Merry gonna... Christmas to you and all of yours and things. There you go. Now why don't you tell us what you didn't do this week in guns? Uh, I chatted about guns uh-huh. with some people. Uh, yep. Talked about some guns. That was pretty much it. Didn't shoot any guns. Didn't go to the range. Didn't clean any guns. Didn't buy any guns. Jeffers got a gun in his hand. Of course. Um, gun show. But uh, I got to. Uh, I got to give a shout out. I know shout outs early. It's it's supposed to be at the end. But it, I I talked to this guy about guns, and so I figured I might as well say, "Hey, Greg," because he often watches live. So if he's watching live, hi, Greg. And. Uh, and yeah, we, we chat guns sometimes. He, he's a bus driver. He wears a Glock hat while he drives ah, bus. So that's cool. Wait. So anyway, he's a, he's a Ipsic guy in the Woodstock area here. So, oh, cool. So Greg, Merry Christmas and stuff. And uh, I hope there's a snow day tomorrow because of all the ice. Oh yeah. It's looking bad. Yeah. It's looking, looking terrible. So 30 to that's, that, that's me. Um, like I said, I'm hoping for more gun stuff in the new year, but nothing for a little while. Well, I'll maybe uh, I'll go next. Maybe I will bring this to your place, yes. yes. And we can go shoosting. 
Yes, let's do that. Do that. Yeah. So what I have here is my new um, WK180. Um, real impulse buy. I was talking with uh, Jeff Reese. Oh, got to talk about that too. Don't let me forget the sponsorship thing. Uh, so Jeff and I were chatting and he sent me a text and he's like, WK's in stock. I'm like, what? Really? Grab one. Hold it for me. Give me like three minutes. Anyway, well, by the time he told me that, there was only two left. And while he was waiting for me to confirm that I was going to buy this one, the other one sold on the website. <laughs> so, yeah, um, it was last Saturday. Christina and I were sitting around and uh, I was chatting with Jeff. And next thing you know, I had her visa in my hand. <laughs> and now I own this. So, yep. So WK180, um, first impressions, it's um, worth every penny of what they're asking. And I haven't even shot it yet. I'm reading all kinds of different reviews online, people getting, you know, uh, inch and a half, two inch, depending on their scope, their ammo, their ability, et cetera. Um, Adriel, uh, what's your best group so far out of this? And what did you do it with? It's three quarters of an inch at uh, hundred meters, uh, with Hornady 55 grain, something or other SST or something. Three rounds, five rounds, three, three rounds, a factory gun. It's not a thousand dollars anymore. The price has gone up a little bit since they first came out. So all into your door. It's about twelve hundred bucks. Um twelve or thirteen. Somewhere in there. Twelve and you can get, 12 them, 12 you get them for eleven hundred. Eleven hundred? There you go. Yeah. Um with no modifications, you were able to shoot under an inch. So the guns have incredible amount of potential for the price. Um I like that stock you put on there. I didn't realize those were so inexpensive. They are the cheapest Magpul stock you can get. I, yeah. I stole this off my Matador Arms SKS build. Huh. You know, I needed something real quick and dirty and uh, didn't have a whole lot of cash to spend at the time. So I bought this to put on my SKS Matador that's Arms the, uh, build. The MOE fixed uh, Magpul stock. Do you have the QD cup in the back? Yes, do you I do QD? Nope, but it's there. That's the plastic bit. So you still need to right. get the little screw yeah. in the cup. Yeah, which, which you, it comes with. Yeah. It does? Yeah, it comes really? with that in the screw. You screw it in. Oh, I'm quite I didn't know sure that they came does. with one. Huh. I well, totally want to get one of those because I have the uh, I have the little uh, uh, MOE uh, rail to QD guys, uh -huh. and I really like running a sling on the sides of the rifle right. so you can run it in that uh, muzzle down on your, on your chest uh, uh, setup because yep. that's very quick to pull up and blast a coyote. Well, well, I use a, a single point to two point sling and I hook it onto the um, factory rear sling in the back. And what I do in the front is this. This is a Magpul mm. sling point that goes on your rail. So that's what I'm using. So I tell you what, Adriel, um, it's Christmas time and I, I'm feeling very generous. So I will give you that piece. The QD cup? Yeah. You need oh, one? Don't worry about it. No, I, 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 well, I want to get the stock right. first. You know, I tried to do something nice for you, but the hell with you. I don't want it. No. I see that. It's threw right back in my face. My 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 gesture is just gone. Yep. Mm -hmm. I don't want it. Um. Anyway, so yeah, WK180. Uh, as Adriel mentioned, I changed the stock on it. And then I had a Daniel Defense trigger group sitting around because when I first assembled my SLR, I used a Daniel Defense lower parts kit and then I put in a Geisley. So I had a Daniel Defense trigger group and I dropped it inside this and it made almost no difference. The trigger is horrific. It's yeah. horrible out of the box with the factory triggers. And even with the Magpul trigger, it's like I said jokingly to Adriel, it, there's a noticeable 
improvement. So ain't hardly worth it. But got to get one of those rise triggers. Yeah. Um, is that that cassette mm -hmm. black? Yeah. Yeah. I definitely want to try one of those. So, so anyway, that's uh, the WK. I'm liking it so far. I was hoping to shoot it um, this weekend, but they're calling for like plus 10 and torrential rain. So I don't think I'll be going to the range in that kind of weather. Plus 10, uh, plus 10 sounds lovely. Yeah. Without the rain, it would be lovely. You have a covered um, firing point, don't you? Yeah, I got a building and a, and a uh, I got a building and there's a wood stove and the whole nine yards. So, wow. yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, Ipsic New Brunswick had its first executive meeting since restructuring and increasing the size of the executive and bringing on like a rep from every club. So that was cool. Um, I attended that last Sunday. Uh, I had Denis do some Cerakote work for me since last time I was on. He did my SLR um, because the uh, SLR receiver and Maple Ridge Armory handguard color didn't match at all. Plus, I had scratched up my SLR pretty good while assembling it because I just didn't care and threw it together fast and jamming punches into it like it owed me money and stuff. And Anyway, so I had that all Cerakoted, and then I had this Cerakoted, so... This is my original NEA 15 that I bought from SFRC, oh, many, 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 many moons ago. It was the first rifle that I purchased and didn't build. And a lot of NEA rifles, um, well, NEA has a spotty reputation, I guess you could say, but I never had a problem with this rifle in its original configuration. I bought it. I think I told this story before. It had a Daniel Defense bolt carrier group in it when I sold it, and that was done by mistake. I had swapped the bolt carrier group from this gun and my Mark 18, and then I sold the Mark 18 to Snuffleupagus with the NEA bolt carrier group, and I was like, oh, that's not kosher. So I bought the rifle just so I could get the bolt carrier to give to John. Then I was going to sell the rifle, and then I found SFRC had handguards on sale one day. So this is like the newest NEA handguard before they changed over to BCL, and I bought that to put that on there, and that didn't match. So Denise stripped it and the original and Cerakoted it. And it's one of the nicest Cerakote jobs I've ever seen. It's just, you would think it's anodizing. You really would. It came out as perfect as any Cerakote job I've ever seen came out. So I'm very happy with it. And it's not even, the only thing, eh, oh, then I broke the barrel. I don't know if I told that story. Um, I was broke the barrel. I broke the barrel. Yeah. That's, so that's why it's, it's really short in there. You can yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what happened was I had the barrel into the upper and that was into the vice block and it was locked into the vice. And to use this handguard requires a different barrel nut. And it came with the, the barrel nut that's, you know, specific to this handguard. So um, I had the other hand, the other barrel nut on the rifle, which it came with, which worked with their old style handguard. And I had to remove the barrel nut to use this handguard. So to get the barrel nut off of the barrel, you have to take off the gas block and you have to take off the flash hider. So I had the barrel nut off and I was like, oh yeah, I've got to switch barrel nuts. So I need to remove the gas block and the flash hider. So I was trying to, and it's my own fault. I was showing off. I took a picture of the gun all apart on Instagram 
And then I actually set a timer on my phone. I was going to time how long it would take me to reassemble the gun and then post the picture of the timer and all the gun all reassembled on Instagram. Stupid, stupid, stupid. I was literally just showing off, going too fast, not paying attention. And when I removed the flash hider, which had never been removed from that barrel before, I forgot to tighten the barrel back into the upper. And when I put the armorer's wrench on the flash hider and turned twisted the barrel inside the upper and the barrel has a, a, a barrel extension on it which has a locator pin at the top and air 15 uppers have a slot machined into them so that when you insert the barrel into the upper it holds the barrel top dead center your gas hole that's drilled into your barrel is at top dead center and everything lines up for the gas system so when i put force on the armor's wrench, it twisted the barrel inside the upper and sheared off the locator button. Now, one does not simply just replace a barrel extension. The barrel extension goes on to the AR barrel, and then the barrel is put in a jig, and the gas hole is drilled top dead center, which lines up with your locator button on the barrel extension so that everything lines up straight. So it, to change the barrel extension, you have to go back to that jig, lock it in there, remove the barrel extension. And when you put a new barrel extension on a barrel, you have to time it because the gas hole is now guaranteed not going to line up with the locator button. So you have to either machine, um, put the barrel in a lathe and cut the shoulder back to get the barrel extension to fit or shim it. Shimming it would be would be probably better. Some barrel extensions don't come with the air, with the M4 feed ramps locked in or uh, machined in. It's a pain in the butt. How important is that locator pin? Like, you couldn't you just put it in there and just crank it down and call it a day? Nope, because as soon as you start to put pressure on the flash hider, it will rotate in that uh, in the upper. The, okay, but just like change your flash hider and then put it on there and crank no, it down and call it a day. No, because you're you're squirt some JB weld in there first and then crank <laughs> it on. Do you want the actual answer, or are we just going to go in circles? <laughs> well, you got a barrel you can't do anything with, right? That's not, it, well, it's it... not true. So if you could tighten down the barrel, Adriel, and the flash hider without the barrel turning, you'd be all set. But what happens is the barrel turns, and the flash or the uh, gas hole turns. Mm-hmm. So now your gas system's no longer lined up. As soon as you put pressure on the, on the barrel nut, the barrel rotates, and then your gas system is, is not... Uh, top dead center anymore so um but you couldn't like clamp down on the barrel with something to keep it from moving and then crank that thing tighten i tried some strap wrenches um but i couldn't i couldn't get it to work no you need like some sort of like um block that you bolt on there to hang on yeah you almost need to machine a flat spot up near the chamber or something to put a wrench on no 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 guys it'll it'll be like uh uh, 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 two chunks of wood or two chunks of aluminum or something like that with a hole drilled in it and you put that over top of the barrel and you clamp it with a couple bolts and it'll hold, it'll not let go of that barrel. Yeah. Well, so two things. One, Ryan at IBI offered to fix it for me. He's like, no problem. Just put it in the mail and I will sort it out. And did we lose Trevor? I think so. All right. Like just in time. Oh, this this break interrupted. Uh, brought to you by Violet. Hi, Violet. Hi, Violet. Hello. Hi. 
Oh, you're Those back. of you who, who are listening, sucks to be you. You can't see. But, yeah. Oh, Trevor's back. All right, we can it's go back baby. to Trevor now. Mm-hmm. All right. I wasn't. I wasn't gone. I can't compete. Yeah, you were. We couldn't hear you. You stopped. You froze. You were nothing. You were gone. <laughs> Unless you're really good at statues, that's a cool game. Yeah, I see how good that. you are. Do it again. See how long you can go. Like for an hour or so. <laughs> oh, look at that! Those of you who are listening, Trevor's telling me that I'm number one. <laughs> good thing Violet wasn't looking. Yeah. Uncle Trevor's being bad again. So Ryan's Ryan's going to JP weld the uh, barrel for you again implies I stopped. Yeah. Ryan said that he would fix it. Um, Cause of course IBI has all the tools to do this. Um, what captain a wants to do is drill out the, uh, where the uh, locator pin sheared off flush. He wants to drill that out and pop a new one in there on put a rivet in there. Yeah. Just a something. soft aluminum rivet should yeah. do the trick. So, mm-hmm. um, but uh, the other Ryan from Maple Ridge Armory uh, felt sorry for me. He saw my Instagram post about, here's my finished gun, less a barrel. And he sent me a message like, I have a barrel for you. I'm like, I'm sure you do. I know you do. I'd love to buy a barrel right now. But, you know, it's Christmas time. So Ryan, um, without getting into the specifics of the deal, more than took care of me. And, I mean, he already had a customer for life, but he super duper took care of me. And he goes above and beyond for customer service. And uh, I, I would like from now on, all my guns that I build will have maple wrist barrels. It's the, what he did was just fantastic. And then Canada Post, I'd have the barrel on the gun right now. Only Canada Post is um, geographically challenged. They ship the barrel from Barrie, Ontario via Winnipeg. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's kind of the wrong direction there, folks. Anyway, um, and then I actually took the trouble to call them. Worst customer service ever. Laughable. Laughable. Like, I literally laughed out loud and at one point told them if Canada Post was a private corporation, it would have went bankrupt years ago. You guys suck so bad. It's ridiculous. So, anyway. um, Yeah. Broke a barrel. Hmm. What else? Oh, um, on this past weekend, I got to hang out with uh, Ginger Snaps and Dawn. And built an M1 Garant. That was a lot of fun. I went to visit those guys. Don bought a Dylan 650. And he's been trying to get me to go down there for like two years to help him. Not help him, but just show him how to set it up. So it was like mounted to the bench and that was it. So got that all set up. Started loading some 223. And uh, after a lot of beers, thought it would be a great idea to build an M1 Garant. So we did that and it was good. Um, so now I have an M1 Grand in 308 to go along with my M1 Grand in 30.6. Um, what else? You just had enough parts and stuff just hanging around. Just be like, hey, you know what we should do? Get all these. I got all these parts over here. Let's just build an M1 Grand. M. Um, Don is an M1 Grand guru. He is one of the most knowledgeable people that you're going to find anywhere on the M1 Grand. It's his specialty. And he's probably forgotten more about the M1 Garand than most people know. And he has enough parts in stock to build multiple M1 Garands and, and they won't be junk. So now this one um, is, is good, but the, you know, I mean, we took a bolt, we took a barrel. Sometimes the headspace is going to work. Sometimes it's not. So it's not going to work. So uh, the longest part of the assembly process was mounting the barrel to the receiver. He's got a M1 Garand um, 
vice block that you put the receiver in, you lock that into a vice, and then you take the barrel, and you start putting the barrel on, and he's got a special wrench for the barrel. And so if the barrel doesn't time correctly, you remove the shoulder until it does. And when we did that, we got it on there. We tried the go, no-go gauges. So for the listeners that don't know, go, no-go gauges are gauges that go in the chamber. And they're used to determine whether or not your chamber has the proper headspace. We won't get into what headspace is, but just know that it's bad if it's not correct. So um, it closed on the no-go gauge. So we have to remove the barrel from the receiver, shave the shoulder back some on the mill, and then flush it at the back on the inside of the receiver, and then cut a new chamber. So Don lent us his... uh, barrel wrench and receiver block or vice block. And um, Denise going to do the work in the uh, shop on his uh, lathe and mill uh, lathe. So, but uh, that'll be after a couple other projects we've got on the go. Um, we started to, oh, I bought a gun. I bought another gun. Yeah, three guns this week. Yeah. Um, CZ455 Varmint in 17HMR. So I brought my 17 HMR, my Savage that I got from uh, Jeff, brought that into the shop and put it towards the cost of a um, that CZ455. Why'd you ditch it, the uh, Savage? Um, because the CZ rifle is... Uh, Nicer and better and yeah, all that stuff, but it costs more, right? Uh, yeah, well, you know, quality costs more. So the Savage was cool, the CZ is cooler, and... Um, you guys know I'm a sucker for the boys' uh, evolution stock. Well, this CZ455 Varmint Evolution comes in the evolution stock. I could have sworn we ordered it in blue, but the invoice said green. I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, green. I got green, Kelly. Oh, green's okay. It's yes, green is okay, but blue is amazing. So. Is the evolution the one that's got a real small pistol grip that you don't really feel like it's it's limiting on on your hand height? It, you know, are you familiar with my five nine seven maple seed I, rifle? I had a I had an Evolution SS stock before oh, okay. on my Marlin, and that's what I felt was that the grip was a little bit small. Really? Now for me, the grip isn't too small, and the length of pull is actually a little bit too long. I had to do some work on my five nine seven to stop from dragging wood. So, um, yeah. And uh, when we were at the North Silva show, companies put stuff on like blowout clearance, like you buy five, you get one free, stuff like that. He's got a pile of Bushnell Elite 3500s in the shop right now. Um, some of them for $249. The same scope is selling at Cabela's right now for 400 bucks. So if you're looking for a good deal on a quality Bushnell optic, you should give him a call or check out his website. So I picked up, uh, I couldn't, how could I say, you know, I, I know I'm a Vortex guy, but when you can get a Bushnell Elite 3500 4 to 12 for 250 bucks, you That's do it. good. Yeah, yeah, so that's what I did. I put that on the uh, on the 17HMR. And then my A17, shortly after I got it, the stock kind of came apart. It's really weird. The front action screw goes through the bottom of the stock up into the receiver, right where the uh, kind of recoil lug area is, and that holds it down. Um, but the back action screw goes through the rear of the action into a brass insert that's pressed into the stock, and that broke loose. This is press fit. So I emailed Boyd. I'm like, what, how do you recommend I fix this? Should I epoxy it? And they're like, well, we don't epoxy them, but you can. No, the correct answer should have been, really? Oh, send it right back. Sir, and we'll replace it. But, you know, screw you, Boyd. 
that's uh, that's what they 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 just simply told told me. That's not how we build them, but if you want to glue it, go ahead and glue it. So thanks for nothing, Boyd. So what Denis did is, since we're betting the stock for my A17, he put that insert back in there and held it in place with bedding material. We used some release agent to make sure that, you know, um, nothing's going to, the bedding material won't, won't, won't interfere when we do the rest of the bedding, which I think he did today. So, and um, finally, uh, I think I mentioned a couple of weeks ago that uh, I picked up a sponsorship deal with the Calgary Shooting Center. So I will be shooting Ipsic on behalf of the Calgary Shooting Center. They're going to get me the whole staff jersey and um, they have tattoo. Spent, huh? A tattoo. tattoo. Yeah, I got to yep. get a CSC tattoo. <laughs> um, they're sending me a Dan Wesson PMR 9. So that's a 1911 made by Dan Wesson, chambered in 1911. To, uh, chambered yeah. in 1911. Yes, that's what I said. A Thank 1911 you. chambered in 1911. It was chambered a that long time ago. That is the most ago. 1911 thing ever. My brain even jams up when I talk about them. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, well, I was going to say, so good news, Matthew. I'll have a 1911 for you to start using in matches, but I don't, I don't think I do anymore. Not anymore, huh? No, no. No, so, none of these things happen. But the backup to my backup you can use. Like, I've got my Tanfoglio in right. 9 millimeter. That Why wouldn't he just use his clock? Because he wants to try one. But I just wanted to I try didn't. a 1911. I yeah, wanted to see I, what it's like to practice malfunction drills. <laughs> Either I didn't have the mags or I didn't have holsters. So now I have yeah. multiple holsters and mags. And I now have three 1911s chambered in um, 9 millimeter, not Sweet. 1911. Yeah, so like one of our courses or something, Matthew will uh, will put that on your hip to play with. Yeah, that'd be shoot fun. the the match with you. Um, yeah, so that's all the all I've done and all the news I have. So, Adriel, how about you? What have you been up to? I did that big range trip that uh, I was talking about last week. Yes, I sighted in the WK one eighty C with some hunting ammo with that uh, stuff that was grouping really well. I was I I took it out to two hundred and I was shooting a six inch plate and just just hammering it. So with your go. W, with your one eighty, yep. Oh, yeah. Cool. yeah, just oh, a question. one to four scope on there four times, just hammering it. Yep. Um, your RWA, and by the way, that was an, an awesome episode and an awesome interview. I'm not kidding. I listened to that guy talk for, I, I listened to the whole episode three times. And the interview with that guy from RWA was, was awesome. Um, so the bolts, that's what really, really bugs me about my WK is no bolt release and no... Um, like there's no way of locking the bolt open unless you stick your finger up the mag well mm -hmm. or um, have an empty mag in the gun. And, and that I have a hard time with that. So the bolt release that you got, did you buy it directly from them or from a retailer? Directly from them. Okay. Yeah. I might screw it. with it and like cut the thing off and then make it aim at the back and then screw it back in. I might do something like that. Is it, you know what? Captain Andy, he's he's all about machining parts now. I'm going to bring him mine and say, here, fix this. Are you ordering one? Oh, yeah. So if I mail my release over, you guys will screw around with it and make it point backwards? Yes. Okay. Okay. We've got other jobs to do on the mill this year. So, like, I'm going to matches in Nova Scotia so I can sleep at Andy's and have him build stuff on his mill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, like, primarily I need a straight uh toggle that goes back it doesn't need to be particularly ergonomic i just need it to be like in the in the vicinity of where my thumb's going to be right so it should be right above the safety like i can get to the safety no problem so you want it to be like right up there where do you uh, want it to be yeah back from there 
back, back a little bit more. Behind yeah, right the there. Stevie? Yeah, because you can make it straight, right? You can make hmm. it straight and go straight back. It could just be a straight lever that goes back oh, there. Okay, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Straight, straight on back. Yep. Easy peasy. Oh, that would be super easy. There's no curves involved. He could whip that up in no time. Yeah, and it just has to be like I don't know how you affix it to the whatever you've got left over on the on the button there. Yeah, you'll yeah. have to mill off the the other toggle, whatever you want mm-hmm. to call it. Mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah, you send the part and he'd be happy to cut it out for you. Sweet. He's, he's driving to work right now, going mm, for a lot. <laughs> volunteering my shop time. Uh, it's a good quality part. Like the RWA part is really nice. It's machined really nice. It's just pointing the wrong way for me. I need that toggle going back. If I that, that said, like my overall use, I'll just rip on the charging handle. I just want it to lock the bolt to the rear. If I ever could get it, a double feed, could it be Adriel that they placed it there very much with the with the same idea of where? Okay, so when you stick an air a mag into an air fifteen, your thumb hits the bolt release. Right, well, I I use a bad lever. I'm yes, ram- so I'm ramming and it's yeah, me too. There. But yeah. it was that what they were thinking? Is it in? Is it in the location uh, it would need to be for yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. But you have to push it down. Yeah, you have to push it down. So you'd have to like ram up and then strip down on it to, to yeah. Get it. Well, you'd bring your hand back down anyway. But anyway, I'm no, with no. you. It would be nicer to have it back here. So you could manipulate it with that hand fast. Yeah. Anyways, I shot that WK one you see with some hunting ammo. It was awesome. Uh, I went and did a reliability and accuracy test for the BCL. How was that? I failed on the reliability part. Uh, okay. And I, so I went on their website afterwards and I noticed that they have a recall on their extractors. Oh. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll tell you guys about the failure. I don't, I don't really want to reproduce it, but um, the brass uh, starts extracting and then once it gets to right around where it should flip out the side, it just falls off the extractor hook and then falls down. Or sometimes it's got enough velocity going back that it'll kind of dribble out of the action. So uh, it's failure to, e- to eject, eject the case out. Yeah. Yeah. So they have a new extractor coming, which should hang on to it for a little while longer so that that ejector can actually push it out of the way instead of slipping off and then not pushing anywhere. Right. Hmm. Uh, let's see here. I shot off this Lockhart tactical bag and I did it totally wrong because I'm an idiot. Uh, uh, this is the one that, uh, How'd you uh do Mr. It? Mr. Uzi, uh, sent over here. Let me show you uh, my idiocy. Well, so, that's uh, good. I've got one here and I had no idea how to fill it or how to use it. Oh, well, let me show you how not to use it just so you okay. get that. Um, so fill it with, I don't know, rice or beans or something, right. whatever, whatever, uh, you prefer to eat on the range i tried doing it like this because i was like oh well uh oh i don't have the same product at all i can just strap that on so let me point it down a little bit here yeah so it's like oh yeah then it'll like it'll sit on really that's what you did like this that's what you did i can tell just (laughs) by looking at yeah i'm not a pure-esque guy come on i like i don't know how to do this stuff so um I was talking with with the guys from Lockhart, and they're like, "Yeah, that's wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's very wrong. Yeah, you're an idiot." And yeah, uh, well, I didn't say that, down. but uh, I am. Yep. Uh, you, no, you turn it like that. I'm not yeah, upside down. So the idea here is that uh, that notch. And sorry for everyone on the podcast right now, but uh, oh boy, this is hard. <laughs> this is hard to do while talking at the same time. Let's just get that one strapped in. I need one of these. There we go. 
Okay, I just got one of these strapped in. But the idea is you've got like a barricade in front of you, and this fits on the barricade. So you've got yep. a very steady uh, rifle, right? That's pretty cool. Yeah, so so it comes with you, and you just ram it against whatever you're shooting off of, and it just stays there. So can you tell the listeners what product this is in case they want to go to the website and, and see what you're describing? Oh, this is a prototype as far as I know, but this is oh. a Lockhart Tactical uh, shooting bag. Uh, you can still shoot it like this, where you, you leave it on your table, and it's just a traditional, right. uh, you shoot from the crotch of the bag kind of a thing. But the idea is to actually strap it to your gun and use it like that. It's got little rounds uh, on the side there for you, so you can pull those out and, and feed your gun. Um, it's it's very some... full. Yeah? Yours is really full. Do you think I should unfill it a little bit? It is very pretty stiff. Your bag so. is too full. Your bag is too full. Well, I'll work on that later when no one's watching, so... <laughs> uh it's got some uh it's got some grab handles on the side here as well so you can kind of manhandle it into position um yeah there's a couple of different uses for something like this you can use it as that to put on the to put on a, a chunk of wood um or you can pop it under your arm as you're uh shooting it just to like kind of steady you up but see hmm. i got these ones adriel uh two different sizes i'm assuming yep. a front and a rear uh empty i'm assuming you fill them um, and I have no idea once they're filled, how they're supposed to be used because they don't have that crotch that yours has. Well, some of them, some of those shooting bags are just made to be flexible and do okay. whatever. So some of them you'll strap to your gun and you'll use it off of a barricade. Some of them you'll put on the rear and, uh, uh just help steady you up in some different odd situations. So there's a whole bunch Definitely. of, I'll take my own advice and go to Lockhart's website and see how they use those ones. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Cool. Uh, yeah. So I got a new extractor on the way for the BCL. Uh, let's see here. The MP29. I got the 1911 millimeter out to uh, wanted to like be double sure of the front sight height that I needed. So I uh, checked that. Um, I've got uh, a new one order on order now with is Freedom Adventures. Is this the bespoke? It is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. And I also ordered some upgraded sights for the GSG 1911 because there's a Dawson precision set you can get for them. Oh, good to know because we got one at the shop that a customer wants us to replace the sights on. So mm. Dawson make them specifically for this? That's correct. Okay, because I knew the rear cut was Novak, but I didn't know which cut the front was. I don't know, but uh, uh, Ventures has them in stock. Oh, excellent. Yeah, they're about a hundred bucks. Um, boss right now. But like the GSGs, like they have a, th- a two dot on the back and a one dot in the front, and they're like lame plastic sites. Whereas the Dawson's are steel and they're nice and they're better for competition. And then I was thinking, oh man, so I've got this GSG nineteen eleven. It's going to have Dawson sights on it. It's going to ha- it's going to be nineteen eleven style. Uh, I'm going to get my kid on this. What if when he gets older, he needs to upgrade to a nine millimeter? The ideal pistol would be a nineteen eleven style nine millimeter with Dawson precision sights on it. Yes. I've already got one of those. <laughs> yep. So I should just keep both of them. And yes, one of them is like an up, like a 22. Yep. And then the other one's like a nine mil upgrade. So, and then you can take them to steel matches and you can shoot the 22 on Saturday and the nine mil on Sunday. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yep. And use the same holster and mag pouches and all that stuff. So I could just get a good set of all of those and just use them the whole time. <laughs> Perfect. Yep. Yeah, uh, I set it in my AR-15 with that uh, red dot, the Timney Calvin Elite trigger, um, and the new BCG, and good to go. Fixed all the reliability issues. Um, 
I could try it with a heavy buffer, but I don't think I'm going to now. I'm just going to leave it because no, the gun works. Yeah. Yeah. Gun works. Uh, I skipped the Chris Vector. Oh, I did a video comparing the Shadow 1 and the Shadow 2, and then I pulled my <laughs> Glock out. You and, bugger. Oh, yeah. The, sorry, the CZ Shadow 1 and 2? No. Said. <laughs> okay, but what if most of my viewers are American? Doesn't matter. You are not. Mm. Anyways, did that video. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> did that video, um, and then I pulled my Glock out, and... Uh, no love it oh god i love it so much the grip is so big and it's got such a huge magwell okay here's here's what also precipitated this i was like okay if i'm gonna shoot this shadow i need a i need a magwell for this thing a big ugly magwell do you know what like the magwell and the grips and the base plates cost for a shadow lots it's horrible delask is the closest they have one for 250 that's like an off-brand uh uh, magwell and grips and two base pads and that's 250 bucks then you have to get three more base pads so all told i'm looking at like i don't know we're shipping like 350 something like that that's to run the shadow two in a three gun guys right or what if i got ets 40 caliber mags for my glock and i pinned them to 10 of 40 cal and i just ran that because those use the same floor plates as the uh Glock mags, and I already have five aluminum base pads for those. I used to have uh, a Glock 35 with 40 cal mags, and I tried them with 9mm in my Glock 17, and of all the guns that we do this with, like the FN and the Beretta, the Glock was the least reliable. So, now your mileage That's your may Glock vary. mags, not ETS mags. The ETS mags have the same feed lips on the 9 and the 40. Ooh! Mm-hmm. Ah. Mm-hmm. I actually posted this on the Canada uh, Three Gunners Facebook group. I'm like, hey, does anyone know of any 40 cal mags? I kind of knew that there were some out there. I just didn't know which ones there were. And uh, yeah, the ETS mags. But they aren't in Canada. So if I get these in, I'm going to have to like, I don't know, get Aztec or Iron Guns or something like that to bring them in. But I might I might do that. Because I, I the, there's a couple things I like on the Glock. My magwell is ridiculous on it. And you you kind of aim the mag at it and you push and it's going in. <laughs> you don't have to be super accurate with it. Nope. The shadow's not bad, but it's not like oh, that magwell on the Glock. No. And, um, and you need that magwell on that Glock to, to you know. To oh, yeah. The, the standard Glock magwell is, is horrible. Um, not just that. It's solid brass. Plus the brass plug up the back. I mean, it just makes the gun so much nicer to shoot. And with that undercut that I've got on the, the trigger and the magwell on the bottom, as I grip it, it squishes my fingers and just basically locks it in on the front there. And I've got the big rear piece on there, which I like. I don't have like big hands, but I got like, I don't know. I would say they're large, not medium or anything like that. And I feel like shooting that Glock, there's just a lot of gun to hold on to. And there's no safety to screw around with. It's always like three and a half pound trigger, right? So just dump it and, and go kind of a thing. So uh, maybe, I don't know. Any, I'll, any, I'll... You keeping an eye out for cracks on your frame yet? Uh, yeah, I'm looking and I haven't seen anything. Oh, um, yeah. I got another guy who found cracks on his this week. So that's three new Brunswickers alone with Shadow 2s that are all cracked. Hmm. I bet you they're probably all in the, what, 10 to 30,000 round kind of well, mark. <laughs> no, God, no. no, no, none of them, none of them. Mm. Both, 
both of them were a year old. Um, the other one was uh, a couple of years old, but not somebody who shoots like no Crazy volume or anything. Yeah. Huh. So. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I'll, I'll keep running the Shadow Two until I get ETS mags, and I might go back to the Glock. I don't know. Uh, and then I registered for the CRPS shoot. There's going to be Same. one in May. Yeah. So I'll uh, I'll bring out my uh, I'll bring out my Nork uh, sleeper rig and. They'll take one look at that and go, "Oh God, look at this guy." Until they start hearing the 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 sting uh, the steel ring, yeah, yeah, that's the that's the hope. I don't know if that'll yeah. actually happen because like CRPS is different than a than a maple seed, but right. But I mean, it's it's steel from seventy five to hundred. No, I thought it goes further than hundred. Uh, three hundred, three hundred, three hundred. Yeah. 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 yeah, sorry. Yeah, you're lobbing it in by then. Yeah. Sounds good though. Yeah, I might need a scope that's appropriate for that because I've got. I don't know. I got a three to nine. You know the Ruger Precision uh, bolt action twenty two. Yep. I mounted a Vortex Strike Eagle. Really. Six to twenty four with a fifty millimeter objective on one this week at the shop. <laughs> and afterwards, and he he so he comes in, he picks it up, he goes, "So how far can I shoot a twenty two anyway?" <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna find out yeah <laughs> now you've got a space gun try space oh man yeah uh that's it for me kelly what about you i went out to sfrc on saturday we had a gunny girl signing did you guys get your calendars by the way oh yeah yes yeah. thank you're you you're welcome calendar thank you all right uh, yeah, we had a calendar signing. Did really, really well. We sold it out of all of our calendars. So I wanted to say thank you to Marcy and Ryan for hosting us. And what else did I do? Oh, um, I changed it. My extractor on my 1022. I told you guys that I had to get a new one because mm-hmm. I was having extractor issues. So I changed that out. Found out that my extractor had worn significantly on one side of it. So, and then I calculated how many rounds went through my 1022 with that one extractor. <laughs> so the the extractor was changed out when first got the 1022, and it was changed out to a Volkertsen. So my calculations is about 30,000 rounds uh, went through my 1022 with that extractor. Well, it's actually, I'm thinking it's a little bit more, but to say on the safe side was about 30,000, so... I think that's pretty good for an extractor. What do you think? Not bad. Yeah. Pretty um, good. Did you email Will Quartz and let them know just to see if they throw a number back at you and say, uh, wow, normally they're burnt out in 20 or something? Nope. I didn't. I was. I was they should. Uh, they might send you a free one. Yeah. I was thinking about it. Uh, would, like yeah, I, I pulled them up, but I didn't actually send them anything. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to call like email them to complain or nothing, but just yeah. just for their own information, yeah, take a picture of it and send it and just for fun. Like Adriel said, who knows? Yeah, they may just flip you an extractor or yeah. the finger. I mean, or the finger, probably yeah. an extractor though. <laughs> but I thought it was interesting. I didn't know. I don't know. I I didn't know with respect to ten twenty two work. Bull courts and bull courts and are pretty good, but I don't know if anybody's changed one out. And if they have, how many rounds went through their ten twenty twos by that time? So 
I just thought it was interesting. I showed you right. guys, sent you guys a picture. It needed to be changed. I was having issues. Oh, but I know that 30,000 rounds is too much. Yeah. And that's about it. I didn't do much. Nothing. All really. right. Do you want to take the first upcoming event, Kelly, and talk about the calendars? Nope, because that's gone. Okay. So <laughs> who's responsible for upcoming events? You had one job. Uh, delete. All right. Um, the next thing's not till July, so we can skip that for now. Um, okay. Well, let's get into the news. Adriel, did you do the first one here? Yeah, it's American. They, they're banning bomb stocks. Oh, uh, that's right. Us or not, but uh, they've got oh. they've voted in a Republican president, and now they've got uh, a gun control coming. In. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you watch the the Mac response to that military arms channel? He did like no. a, on he was on Instagram and he's like, "Huh, I don't need a bump stock," and he just grabs an AK and he just uses his fingers like bah, 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 <laughs> just firing from the hip, uh, uh, bumping it off his finger. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah. Matt, I don't think Mac is pro NRA, is he? Uh, I don't think, no. Some no. of those guys are pretty vocal to their NRA support, and others are not. Like, I think Iraq veteran 888 is pro NRA, and Mac is not. I know um, uh, Yankee Marshall, also not very pro NRA, I don't think. Mm -hmm. But uh, anyway. Yeah, different opinions on how to how to get it done. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? I'm, you know, they're basically, they've defined the bump stock as a machine gun, right? But it's not. Yeah. But it's not. Well, if you define the bump stock as a machine gun, Jerry Mitchell looks a machine gun. Yep. This could be a slippery slope because, you know, anything that helps you shoot the gun faster. Well, Look at the name of Geisley. Geisley, Geisley calls themselves Geisley Automatics. And they have the um, Super Semi Auto Enhanced. If I was Geisley, I'd perhaps be doing some rebranding of some products and changing some names. Super self-loading advanced. Yeah. <laughs> well, in Canada, we have, it doesn't say, like we have a different definition for, for automatic any device that allows you to shoot the firearm in a rapid manner is sort of how ours is worded, which yeah. means basically anything. triggers. Yeah. Like rubber bands, strings with a little yeah. ring on them. Yeah. Definitely no cranks, which is no funny cranks. because we've got like five rounds. Like, bup, 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 bup. Oh, new mag. <laughs> yeah. So lame. But yeah. I mean, you can buy an MG34. And if you've got an authentic belt, you have no magazine capacity. You have a machine gun with unlimited capacity. You can have that, but the Americans can't have a bump stock. Nope. All right. Um, any other thoughts on that before we move on to the next one? Not really. I mean, it'll be challenged in court. True story. Yep. Just like the RCMP's new powers in Canada. but That'll be challenged in court, too. Yeah, not soon enough. Um, all right, this next one, RCMP don't collect statistics on high-priority gun control targets. What's that about? Who put that in? Uh, yeah, that was out of uh, Dennis R. Young. He's uh, uh, Sometimes he does like some civilian statistician kind of stuff and civilian journalism. He's the guy that did the A-tip with uh, the Toronto police. 
Oh, got a bunch yeah. of that, that kind of stuff. Yeah, he's uh, he he's the one that proved that um, they were lying about the amount of domestically sourced guns. Right. Totally lying. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And uh, yeah, he was, he was basically mentioning that um, he was trying to get some stats from the RCMP on like, hey, how many how many uh, criminals uh, you know violate their weapons prohibition orders and this and that and the other thing, and they don't have any of it. They don't track any of that stuff. They don't know. They don't know any of that. Uh, and then they just lie to the Canadian public to um, help push their narrative. That's correct. Or they collect the stats and then they just lie anyways. So collect the yeah. stats and lie or don't collect the stats and lie. It's, it seems like that's the same playbook. Uh, it's uh, stop the planet. I want to get off. It just pissed hmm. me off so bad. All right. Um, shall we move on to uh, new gun stuff? Sure. All right. So um, the first one I put in there, Nanook 990 AR case. So um, yeah, this is a case that uh, if it had been out earlier, they would be in the back of every RCMP cruiser and not a Pelican. Unfortunately, Pelicans are there. So I want a picture of a polar bear eating a Pelican. And a lot of <laughs> a lot of valiant efforts from from listeners and people on my Facebook to try and so uh, if you're out there and you have some kind of animation type skills, if you can draw up a cartoon themed polar bear eating a pelican or at least with a pelican in its mouth, I'd love to pass that along to Dan at Nanook. I think he'd probably get it tattooed. So, but yeah, this Nanook 990 Air case. They, um, I don't know if this case exactly is new, but they've got a new one now that is designed for an AR and fits in the back of a trunk perfectly. So if you're looking for a compact AR case to hold your AR and some accessories, Nanook, baby. Um, the next one, it's not a new thing, but it's definitely something that if you're into tinkering, you might want to know about. I'll grab this one, Adriel. Um, Freedom Ventures, one of my favorite all-time stores. Uh, has a clearance on STI frame kits. So if you would like to build your own 2011, you can do so. They've got standard length dust covers, um, five-inch dust covers like the Edge. And it's so a 2011 is modular, right? So you're getting the frame, the part that you bolt the grip to and insert your trigger group. And they are uh, a couple of different versions ramped barrel cut non-ramped barrel cut um and they vary in price from 735 to 890 so it's a good opportunity to grab a 2011 frame if you're into building your own guns like building yeah, you want to custom from, build something right yeah from, from scratch. scratch yeah, yeah. so um, those are those are uh, not inexpensive lowers no no they're not but you got to consider that if you buy a STI DVC limited gun today you're going to spend $5,000. Yep. So that's what a open gun used to cost five years ago. A custom, amazing open gun was five grand five years ago. Now that's just if you want to go play in standard division with, you know, the best gun, arguably. It's um, also the best for three gun as well, because you can run that. They have a STI standard. They have a nine mil one. Yeah, Ginger Snaps has one. The DVC three gun. It's yep. amazing. Yeah, it's four grand. Yeah, <laughs> four grand amazing. Yeah. Yep. It literally costs more than some of us spent on our first cars. 
So um, this next one, Adriel, you want to talk about the new BCL products? Yeah, I got that one. Um, so BCL put together a, a post and this is uh, to do with some of their rifles, but they're announcing some other stuff that they're going to be going into the rifles. Uh, the first one is uh, an adjustable trigger. So they're making a trigger cassette that, uh, that you pop into rifles. That's going to come with their uh, new 102 replacement, the Catamount, and their new Badger, with a, which is a long recoil piston uh, 223 that they're saying is going to be non-restricted and it's going to be coming to the Canadian market. So they're coming out with a new 308 and yeah. a new 556. And it's it seems to me, Adriel, they're doing what you hoped or are hoping Stag would do. Stag created a non-restricted AR-10. If they would just downsize that, downscale it a little bit into an AR-15 version, in theory, we would have a non-restricted Stag AR-15 in Canada. Yeah. But these are two well, different things because the, the, the 556 one is a long stroke gas piston oh, thing. Oh, yeah, okay. It's not DI. It's, it's not simply a scaled down version. Looking at the pictures no. here, they look very similar, but I do see now that the... Okay. So they're going to, so BCL is going to be trying to take to market a non-restricted piston driven air. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else they're going to have. Uh, captured recoil spring. Kind of interesting. So this is something that uh, I think on, uh, they had mentioned on uh, Forgotten Weapons. There we go. On For their firearm. Oh, in range, in range uh, for uh, what would Stoner do? How would Stoner redesign the AR if he had to redesign it today? And they were saying he would use a captured recoiled spring. He wouldn't use like a, a big free floating one. He would just use a captured one. They, I think they had a JP Enterprises one. Mm-hmm. Um, but now it looks like these BCL is going to be uh, including a captured recoil spring with uh, these rifles and selling them as a component separately as well. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's an interesting. Uh, I don't care enough about my AR to do this, but uh, if it came with it, supposedly these are quieter. You don't hear the springing in your in your face because your face. Well, is then what's the, the point of shooting it? I mean, gosh, that's the only reason I shoot my AR. Spring. <laughs> well, it's super yeah. easy to know when you're on your last shot, right? Because it locks back and you don't hear the the yeah click back <laughs> forward, right? Um, yeah. This looks like it would add weight to my gun. Maybe. Yeah, it's it's not a just a regular spring, so I, I'd imagine it would add some weight, but it's it's at the back anyways. Yeah, uh, and then they've got an adjustable gas block that they're going to be sending along with these as well. It also looks custom. Excellent. Yep. Um, do we have a timeline on when these new rifles will be available? Mm, I thought I saw. Sorry, I'm just reopening the tab. I thought I saw spring of the next year here, just as in the new year. Okay, so I wonder if they've submitted a sample to the RCMP for FRT. Uh, the Badger, the first picture they had of it was, I think, six or eight months ago. So I would imagine, yes, it has been gone to the RCMP. You know what's hilarious? We have gotten more non-restricted black rifles into the Canadian market under the Liberals than we did under the Conservatives. Like so many more. This last year, someone was like, "Oh man, this last year has been so bad for gun owners." I'm like, "Uh, uh-uh, this last year has been awesome." <laughs> yeah, we got C71, but we got the WK, we got the SLR, we got the uh, uh, 10S. We got so many great non-restricted rifles. Yeah, yeah, so many great non-restricted rifles uh, in in Canada in the last year, year and a half, kind of a thing. So, yeah. no, it's been fantastic. Oh, like I think we did a Christmas show. A year ago or two years ago, where it's like, what do you want for your Christmas? And it's like, yeah. non-restricted ARs. I think we had it two years in a row. 
and all of a sudden Wish we're here. Through. Yeah, we're there here. is a Santa. Yeah. There is a Santa. Gun Santa. Now <laughs> we need we need these pe- we need people to start buying these up and hunting with them and going into the bush with them. And we need Canadians to be desensitized to firearms again, like they were in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s. We'll never go back to the time where you went hunting before school and parked your pickup truck in the student parking lot and your shotgun hung in the window and you showed it to the vice principal before class. I don't think we're ever going to get back there. But we should be able to, you know, stop making guns a dirty word, stop being ashamed of what we're doing. And these black rifles get out there and desensitize people to them, make them the new norm. Yes, this Stag 10 is my dear rifle. What about it? Yeah, that's what I want to do with the WK is go coyote hunting with it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've got copies of the FRT that I will keep on my person and in the truck and in the case. And we'll probably still get it taken away if the right, right, you know. I'm not doing any of that. Like the BCL comes with a card with the FRT on it. I'm not packing this thing around. No way. If I get get it, it seized, I get it seized. Fair enough. Um, so I talked about this next item after I went to the North Silver Show, where I said that everybody was making um, what size of these? These are the, the mini Shorties. shells. Sorry, Kelly? Shorties. Shorties, yeah. Um, one and three quarter. That's it. One and three quarter 12 gauge shells. They're so and cute. Ch- yeah, they are cute. cute. Challenger <laughs> is putting out 14 pellet buckshot in the one and three quarter short shells. And uh, we have a bunch of them coming into the shop. We've got um, shorty slugs and shorty buckshot coming into the shop. As Did well you see as- that they're also sell- selling seven and a half in shorty? Yeah. Yeah. It's yep. t- and for cheap, 20 rounds for $15.99. So it's cheap yeah. enough that, uh, I don't know, like if you wanted to go shoot clays with a kid or something like that, maybe they could use that. Maybe yep. you could hold more of them in your pocket. I don't know. There's all sorts of interesting things you could do with that. A lot of pumps don't want to run them because, mm. yeah. But the Versamax, and now, now I've not personally tried it, but I guess the Versamax runs them no problem. Huh. Ah, just run them in your side-by-side. Well, exactly. Oh, wait. Yeah. Isn't the whole point of them being short to put more in your tube? <laughs> yeah. Well, um, <laughs> in Europe... They they run them because they're light recoiling, not not to get increased capacity. Gotcha. Here we want them for increased capacity. Like yeah, but couldn't you just download a regular shotgun? Yeah, but shell instead of making reloads. it into pressure. Huh? Not everybody reloads, so yeah, yeah, I suppose. Matt, like Adriel said, for a kid, these might be great. You know, yeah, maybe. So. Like especially if they had like a single shot break action kind of a thing, they'd be very yeah, easy yeah. to handle, and you'd be able to pop them in a pocket yep. or something like that, right? Yep, and. You know, they're using different powders in these and still getting the velocity. So these are 14 pellet at 1,200 feet per second. There's nothing wrong with that. No, no. No, that's 22 speeds. Yep. With 14, 22 size projectiles coming at that's you. That's right. Yeah. No, thank you. That's no, a lot you. of hits on target. No, thank you, sir. Yeah. I do not <laughs> no, want another. I do. Exactly. Uh, all right. I'm not interested in this next one whatsoever. So, Adriel, it's all you. The glitter uh, Glock. Which one? The glitter Glock or the Tavor Seven? The Tavor Seven. Oh, oh. Uh, oh, I yeah, skipped you, over, you skip right over the glitter Glock. I'll come back yep, to that one. I did that on purpose. <laughs> the Tavor Seven <laughs> FRT has dropped. So, yes, bullpup one three zero eight. One thing got my attention though. What's if that? you look at the firearm reference number, look at two and four shots. Twenty shots. 
so FRT number four shots, 20 shots with a 508 barrel, non-restricted. Um, why are they listing capacity five and 20? According to the FRT, know. I'm allowed to have this gun with 20 rounds. I don't know. I mean, I don't take a look at FRTs to see what's legal. According to this, 20 round capacity is legal. Now, I thought they had taken these back to design because they were still working on, like something wasn't wearing quite right and they, they were still working on, on them. It could nope. be. Um, but when I spoke to them at North Silva, they didn't bring that up. But I'm not terribly surprised that they would go, oh, yeah, well, as a matter of fact, you know, because according to them at North Silva, this gun is out everywhere else in the world. Like this isn't, uh, mm. it's, it's, it's only not in Canada because they were waiting on an FRT. Other places have it and have had it for a while. So I don't know, dude, if there's anything to that theory. I held it. It it has two two charging handles on the same side. Something really ridiculous. Like, oh, you can charge it here or you can charge it here. Really, guys? Hmm. Two charging handles on the same side? Um, redundancies are important, I guess. I don't know. Yep. So, um, again, any idea on timelines, Adriel? When will these things be for sale in the wild in Canada? Yeah, it's just an FRT, right? So, but then now they have to start bringing them in and, and start actually like stocking them in places. So, no, there was nothing like that. It was just, uh, it was purely an FRT. Okay, cool. Can I show this glitter Glock? Oh, I can screen yeah. share. Please. Yeah. Please, yeah. please go ahead. Oh, screen yeah. Share. Okay. There. Oh. oh. So, was Terry's our glitter Terran Tactical copied you? Is is that what I huh? understand? I think so. Yeah, I think yeah. actually, I think um, some of my some of my three gun videos got to the Hollywood producers, and they're right. like, "Yo, this is John Wick right here. Yeah, we need to copy his gun because that is awesome, and we need to get yeah. John Wick to be like kind of close to as good huh. a shot as Adriel is." I think that's what they, they, they probably did for that it, movie. It seems yeah. logical what you're saying. I yeah. believe all logical. Yeah, <laughs> logical. <laughs> So, you know what I didn't notice? What's that? This is not a Glock 34. This is a Glock well, 17L. The long boy. The meme gun. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, that means no no good use for production in Ipswich. Well, 34. Well, there was a couple things. That are, either. Yeah. That, there's a couple things on here that would probably keep you out of production. But, yeah. Uh, this yeah. is a standard gun or a three-gun pistol all day. Yeah. It's yeah. uh, it does have the uh, same glitter treatment uh, as on mine, maybe a little bit uh, nicer done, a little yeah, bit higher oh, yeah. quality, it's, it's a little bit a little less, less gritty. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, John Wick has soft hands, so he, he couldn't use like a, a man's <laughs> grit like my, I had on mine. But uh, right, finger <laughs> grooves are gone. Undercut is there. Mm -hmm. What's up with this magazine release? Regular size magazine release? No, it should be bigger. That's yeah. a Gen three frame. Lame. Yeah, it should be bigger. Well, well I know don't it. know if they did anything past the Gen 3 for the 17 long. Those might still be on the Gen 3. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but they come with a, a bunch of cool things. They come with... Uh, here, let's pull it open here. Well, no, that's a review. They come with a ridiculous price tag. They are $4,199.99. And uh, yes, they come with four mags. Yeah, that's so a bargain right there. I'll yeah. get a DVC 3-gun pistol for 3000 Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, that's not the uh uh Terran Tactical uh John Wick pistol. So I suppose you're just some guy with a shiny gun. <laughs> <laughs> this has a beveled magazine release. 
oh, why not uh, extended magazine release? It is. Uh, Terran Tactical, Lightning, Competition Magwell, Fiber Optic Sites, Competition Trigger go- Job, Stainless Steel Guide Rod, and a bunch of other stuff. Big Magwell, all that kind of stuff. Four grand? They didn't even put a tungsten in? Nope. Just stainless <sighs> steel. Just stainless steel. The barrel looks neat. I don't know what kind of barrel that is, but it's gold. That's what you pay for right there. Yep. Gold barrel. It's gold, Jerry. Gold. All it gold. <laughs> Anyways, that's that. Cool. cool. All right. Well, let us move on then into the main topic, which is our listeners' Christmas wish list. And maybe, oh, uh, seriously, wow. this is a long list. I'm not. I'm not doing that. I can't believe you put that in there. Did he email to remind me? Yeah, let's see. Sent an email. Son of a gun. I don't know the words. All right, they're there. They're written right there for they're you. Right there. Oh, you guys suck so yeah. bad. <laughs> for the people who are listening and confused right now, apparently there was a thing last year sometime where we were donating money or raising money for something, and I told, I said on the show that if Ginger Snaps his children, the Mini Snaps were to donate fifty dollars to whatever cause we were promoting at the time, I would sing the uh, song "Let It Go" from Frozen. And everybody apparently forgot about it. But I got to hang out with the mini snaps on the weekend and they quickly reminded me. Thanks for that, guys. Oh, also they want um Slamfire t shirts in children's sizes. I like I wouldn't even know how to begin or like what letters to sing on or enunciate because like I've never even heard the song. I've never seen the movie. So I would just literally be speaking it in my You've heard the song. I've never yeah. heard the song. How you would I have heard the song? Hold on a second. Let me just get it for you. Do you, no. uh, do you need to get it for me? This is in, not in the mountains. Doing. Like, come on. You've heard the song. How would I have heard the song? I, I haven't kids. heard the song. Kelly right. will play it for you. And uh, I'm and not you just sing it. along. Yeah, you just sing he's along. not going to sing along. Well, I wonder if I can add in the YouTube app so we can all watch it and listen as Trevor sings along with it. Okay. Why would we do that to the listeners? Listeners, <laughs> right about now, feel free to start fast-forwarding until you hear the sound of someone else's voice. Okay, you ready? No. We're, we're, we're going live. No, sorry. Just hold on a second. Just hold on. What am I that's, doing? That's karaoke someone needs to put an ad on. Like it. it doesn't sound like the right song. Are no. the first words of the song no. literally, here you go? Here you go. No. No. The, well, no. Why is it there with the lyrics? Because he should wrote, be in italics, right? Here, here you go. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> I can't. Isolation. <laughs> And it looks like I'm the queen. <laughs> the wind is howling like the swirling storm inside. Hang on another one a little bit. <laughs> Couldn't get, I can't hear it if you guys are laughing. Dead <laughs> quiet. Mute yourselves. Be good girl, you are. Be the good girl. Come on. Conceal, don't feel, don't let them know. Let it go. Let it go. 
can't hold it back anymore. Let it go, let it go. You're waiting, slam the door. I don't care what they're going to say. Is that enough? Please tell me that's yes, enough. Yes, it is. All yes, right. that's enough. I think so. <laughs> I think you fulfilled your obligation there. That was a very good job, Trevor. Oh, yeah. No, it was. No, no, it yeah. Was. yeah, I couldn't carry a tune in a bucket. I'm like, you heard a tone deaf, I'm tone retarded. <laughs> uh, that. It's funny. Good job, Trevor. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. Kelly, just for that, you get to read all the rest of them. No, I don't. Oh, yeah. You're nope. Mrs. Claus tonight, Santa's elf, whatever. I'm lead host, and I'm dictating that you do it. Remember last time I was lead host, and I, and I asked you to read something, and you went, no? Don't remember. Couldn't yeah, No. <laughs> I'm always so understanding. and Yeah, um, no, Trevor, you're so compassionate and so compliable. Yeah, compliable. Compliable. Yeah, <laughs> pliable. That's a word. Very pliable. Don't even look All right. That's a word. Compliant. Matthew, Compliant. You, Matthew yeah. you've been awfully quiet. You want to be the Santa list? Yeah, reader? sure, why not? All right. So from Sean P, a stealth recoil buffer and muzzle brake from CDC Supplies from my new Stag 10 receiver. Uh, yeah, that'd be cool. As well as a 20-inch carbon fiber barrel from Maple Ridge Armory and a carbon fiber handguard from Brown House. A nice minimalist buttstock from Gun Gear to finish it off. If Santa is real generous, maybe he'll throw in a trigger tech trigger. That would be... Yeah. A kick-ass AR-10 that, cool. that wouldn't weigh as much as a tank. I weighed my guns because I was always giving Adriel a hard time about the weight of the WK, and it's 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 heavy enough, you know. But uh, the SLR is like extremely light for what it is. My Stag 10 is over nine pounds. And it doesn't have a handguard or an optic on it yet. That's with a loaded <laughs> mag. So yeah, nine pounds. <clears throat> nine Yeesh. pounds with with oh. a ten round magazine inserted, filled. It's uh yeah nine pounds. Huh. I wonder what this thing will come out to with uh with all the the loaded mag and all that kind of stuff with a big honking scope on there. But oh, that's one thing. I got a new muzzle brake for my BCL 102. Oh yes, that's yeah, cool. Did. Yeah, look, that's it, it. Cut an inch off the end of it. There was an inch uh, extra length on this thing for no reason. It was just like a really long flash hider. Now I got a brake. Nine. Nice. Nine pounds, two and a half ounces. Oh wait. No, sorry, that's my WK all loaded up. The oh, my stag with nothing on it except for a loaded magazine, nine pounds three ounces. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be a heavy gun. Yep. Still not as heavy as like an M three hundred five all kitted up. No, those are like twelve. When you get a bunch of stuff on them. Yeah, hey, uh, you want to keep going, Matthew? Yeah, sure. All right, Trevor G. Let's see. Start with an FX9 and a Vortex red dot for it. Then Boyd stock and a Vortex 6 to 4 by 50 scope for my 22250, followed by a Dillon 650 reloading press and ammo, and then more ammo if there's room. More ammo. More ammo. So <laughs> we want some ammo. <laughs> awesome. And well, the way uh, things are working right now, uh, or the way he's working right now, and uh, yeah, he should he should have all that by spring. No problem. Oh, yeah. The FX would be cool with red dot on it. Yeah, my uh, mine's supposed to be here next month. Yeah. Red dot should have been here already. So, hmm. yep. Cool. All right. Uh, from Ryan M. Hey Kelly. Oh, the rest of us are just chopped meat or what? Depending. Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, thanks for putting talking about 
Yeah, I'm just going to read this. Yeah. Thanks for putting <laughs> talking about the Alberta match. <laughs> Looking like lots of interest. Just want to mention, I think Adriel would have a great time ROing this match and might catch to bug for PRS. Might catch is this? Is he talking about the CRPS match? No, he's yeah. talking about uh, the um, Rob Furlong. Ah, that one. Right. So if you had said hi to me too, Ryan, I would have edited this edited this on the fly as I read it. But no, I'm just going to read it the way it is. Uh, I have started getting interested in ELR, extended long range or extreme long range, this past year. So were dose, long range, and ELR start? So it's like a, it's a, so where does long range end and ELR start? I put oh, ELR around the 1,500 to 4,000 yards. Outlast... 2,500 yards, you need to step ah, up to some big sure. cartridges. Ah. And that's why I'm asking for a KDEX Defense CDX 40 Shadow in 375 JTAC. What's that? I don't know, but he has a link. I'm clicking it now. 375 the Shadow or the or the JTAC? The JTAC. I never heard of that round. Oh, you haven't? No. Oh, yeah. They're like a popular long distance round. Huh. There's this 375, and there's a couple of there's another like 404. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Cool. That's a that's a nice looking gun. If you guys haven't uh, checked out the CDX 40 Shadow, that's a uh, yeah. Yep. He's asking for a lot there. Let's just say that he's asking now a sponsored a shooter for KDX though. I I would oh, talk about just send him one. Oh, oh my, yeah. that's beautiful. Yeah, I know, right? I t- he continues. I top it off with uh, Kale's five to twenty-five, and threw in enough. Oh, and throw in enough reloading supplies for the year. Comes in around seventy-six hundred dollars for the rifle, thirty-six hundred for the scopes, eight bucks a round. So five hundred rounds is four grand for a total of fifteen thousand two hundred dollars. Merry Christmas and <laughs> Merry Christmas to you, sir. <laughs> yeah. Woo! Wow. I think you may have topped the most expensive. Item on the wish list so far. Yeah, all of a sudden, Ipsic is affordable. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so rally car racing, really. <laughs> all right. So, yeah, very, very good uh, list there. Uh, Sean S., my Christmas wish list, he asks. Yes, Sean, yours. A CZ455 varmint from Calgary Shooting Center. Excellent choice. Oh, yep, excellent. I used to have a 452, I think. Very nice rifle. Quickly, what's and- the difference? I don't know. One of them is right. different than the one. Four fifty five. One is three off from the other, and uh, it's uh, you can change barrels on it on the four fifty five. Oh, okay, that's cool. That's and it's build coming uh, on. Yeah, he wants an MDT LSS twenty two chassis, mm-hmm. MDT Elite scope rings, Vortex Razor five to twenty five. Oh yeah, that's nice. a Glock seventeen Gen five. Streamlight TLR1 TLR1 HL and a few HK SFP9 mags. Oh, and an Atlas bipod. But most of all, a new prime minister. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> those uh yeah, those HK mags run about $100 a piece. Wow, just a couple of them. Yeah. Yeah, just a couple. One of the reasons I got rid of the gun. Yeah. Yeah, when your mag is like a fifth the cost of your gun that's yep it's a lot yep and i picked up a walther walther's better than that one sure patrick g he wants for christmas a conservative election win 
Oh, yeah. And STI Edge would be nice in 40. Mm -hmm. Cheers and keep up the good work, Slamfire. P.S. This is a quick update as I forgot to mention a new production pistol for my wish list. Check out this photo attached. No, they, no attachment came through. Attached so, yeah. Cheers yeah. and have a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. So thank you, Patrick. And that picture looks great. Yeah. We'll, just, yeah. we'll just guess at what it is. I well, think was it Kelly? It's, it's, no, guess. guess yeah, it no, was, it was it was it. a new llama. Pat llama. <laughs> Yeah, I thought oh, it was it was uh, it was a Taurus twenty four seven. That's what it was. Okay, uh, I don't yeah. believe any of you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, <laughs> so, so we're, we're going to find out what the gun was that he wants, Kelly. I oh, guess. yeah, I I will go and check for you. Just why don't you? Oh, go just you'll go and check. Yeah, I thought you were yeah. on that. That's why I was like go just on. making stable boy. No, just, just uh, okay. I'll. I'll... I'll read Stable Boys, and you can come back with. All right, Stable Boy. Hello, Slam Fire Crew. Hello. The rest of you are going to say hello to Stable Boy? I, I'm wearing oh, Stable hello. Boy's Christmas gift to me from last year. Underwear? No. It's oh. a picture of a oh. bottle opener opening a bottle, and it says, Furlough Achievement Unlocked. Ah. Yeah. For Christmas, I would like some AR-15 mags for my newly built AR and a spot at Casa de Furlot this summer. Maybe a red dot. Oh, and ammo. Lots and lots of ammo. From Stable Boy. P.S. Maybe forgiveness for Christina's present. Uh oh. What have you done? Uh oh. Well, you just locked your spot at Casa de Furlot. Yeah. <laughs> she gone. Did we find out where that gun is yet? Yeah. I'm just sending it to you right now. You could just tell us. Yeah. Wouldn't that be faster and we'd be yeah. done? Maybe it's just like. Maybe she doesn't know what it gun. is. No. Where, where did you send it to? I'm sending it to you. I haven't sent it yet. Ah, Never mind. Move on. Is it a pigeon? Yes. I'm listening to Trevor. He's the boss. Derek M. Good day. Good day. Good day to you. Good day. I say good day day. to you, sir. Good day. Good day. At the risk of setting off Trevor. Oh, boy. Oh, man. I don't even care where this goes now. I hope it sets (laughs) off Trevor. My (laughs) wish list would be two simple items. A hyper fire, hyper touch trigger assembly. And a hyperfire, hypercomp, nine mil muzzle brake for my new FX9, which I must say is a crap load of fun to shoot. Merry Christmas. He only wants these things because I want these things. I told him about these things. He didn't know these were things. Now that I told him they were things, he wants what I want. Stop being a copier. Copier. How much He's does a enough. how much does a nine mil muzzle brake help on an FX9? Isn't you most know, of the gas like burned up by the time you're at the end of that eighteen and a half inch barrel? I would it think depends. so. It depends if you're going to run hot ammo through it to actually utilize the comp. Like some of these FX9s, until they're broken in, um, need kind of some hot ammo. And with uh, the rules around IPSC PCC, they have actually, um, instead of a minimum power factor, they've established a maximum power hmm. factor. So guys are going to hot rod their ammo and put comps on them to keep them super flat. Like a comp works when you fill it with gas, right? Yeah. If you're not filling it with gas, Adriel, if nothing else, this is just going to add like a counterweight to keep your muzzle down. So So you're going to be running like a 115 with a ton of powder just to work in that comp? I'm going to go 124 and a ton of powder Hmm. because I'm going to get one of these comps too. I was hoping that I could run my FX9 with uh, my regular Ipsic Classic uh, division loads, but no, I'll load just for this gun and make it Amazing. Spicy. You're amazing. Thank you, Matthew. And both of these items, the Hyper Touch Trigger Assembly and the Hyper Comp, can be had at Maple Ridge Armory. They're almost, Maple Ridge Armory is almost worthy 
of the uh, if you don't shop there, you're a communist uh, tagline. That's how passionate I feel about those guys. Yep. Cool. Enjoy okay. this one. This has got to be from Spencer. Look how long it is. Nope. Dustin. From Dustin L. Yeah. Greetings and salutations, Slamfire friends. I finally got to catch up on the last couple of episodes. It's been a bit confusing since I've been using my CCFR Gunny Girl calendar. I seem to keep getting my days mixed up for some reason. (laughs) Why is that? I don't understand. Don't know. Weird. I didn't go to work on Saturday. I thought it was Friday. (laughs) Wait, reverse those days. Whatever. Regardless, Uh, even though I get to talk with Trevor and Kelly on Facebook, I figured I would take the opportunity to say the hi to all of you since Matthew wasn't around when I was on the show last year, and neither was Adriel. So hello to you guys. Hello. Hello. Well, no, he said me and Adriel. (laughs) Adriel's supposed to say hello. Uh, Hello. Also, I miss Brian. You you guys could at least let him on. no one ever? Yeah. Let him on when someone misses an episode. No, no. Actually, we should have Brian on again. He was cool. I like Brian. Brian's nice. I must say, Trevor, after all of the lube tip butt talk from episode 282, please read that as it's typed. Oh, I, see, I, I put that part in so Trevor doesn't stab me. Uh-huh. I might have some new places to take you next time you come to Vancouver. <laughs> There's a whole community out there that have an appreciation for gentlemen like yourself who take such care and consideration for protecting the hole in the butt when inserting the tip. It definitely sounded like you have some real experience. Gunsmithing. Yes, Dustin, you sick little monkey. We all knew it was gunsmithing. Trevor, you're the only one that put the mine in the gutter. Apparently, well, maybe there's a gunsmithing place in Vancouver. What are you guys Obviously, talking about? Obviously, there is. Yeah. Pretty sure. No. Because, no. Just okay. Me. I don't want the message too long, too late. But I'll add my Christmas wish list. I would very much like a P90 of my very own. What a neat little gun that thing is as well as enough ammo to keep it fed for a long time, and I'd like an FN 5.7 to go with it, and full cap mags for everybody, of course. I would love to have both of those. I love the FN uh, 5.7 and uh, MP90. Those are just, they're just neat. Um, but more realistically, I wish for a new government in 2019 that supports us. Better gun laws, full capacity mags, and the real dream of concealed carry permit for everyone who gets training and feels like they need one. I know it's a dumb dream, but it's a dream. Thanks for another entertaining year. You have had some phenomenal guests this year, and I hope that continues. You guys have also motivated me to work on making myself a better shooter. Hopefully, I will get to meet all of you in person at some point. If you're ever in the Vancouver area, let me know, and I will happily take any of you out for some range, fun, and food. Although, we'll have to see about Trevor. Because I <laughs> already all had my complaining. Turn. Well, I was wondering if he was going to end it there because he was going to take it to other community. But apparently, the sentence continues. Yeah. After all the complaining about my Scorpion Evo, I may have to rethink that policy. Yeah, I didn't complain about his Scorpion Evo. I complained you about complained about all, all of them. Thank you, Kelly. So, in essence, his. No, he makes it sound like I complained about his personal firearm, like he was well, the designer of it. He'll still take you to like holes in the wall where you can put the tip of your butt. <laughs> All right. Kind of thing, right. <laughs> there you go. Anyway, oh. Merry Christmas, happy shooting, and keep being awesome from Dustin. P.S. Kelly, if you do make it out this way for Maple Seed, be sure to let me know what kind of sandwich you like. I'm pretty sure this summer we made Trevor buy his own, but I've promised I'll buy you one. Thanks, Dustin. Because he likes me better than Trevor. Apparently. 
just no accounting for some people's tastes, I guess. Anthony F. writes, Merry Christmas, Landfire crew. I have been particularly a good boy this year. I do not have any stats to back up that statement, but you just have to accept it as truth, just like the anti-gunners and liberals' propaganda. And much like the liberal government with their spending, I think no expense should be spared on my gifts this year. And such, as such, my list is as follows. Seiko TRG M10 with all three caliber conversions because they're awesome and my wife won't let me buy one. A nice high-end optic for the above rifle because I am always optics poor. A Mercedes Unimog because I'm going to be 40 and I might as well get started on my midlife crisis. Those <laughs> to be appointed amazing. minister of... What's that? The Unimogs are amazing. Captain A's got one and we went for a rip in it. We went mountain climbing, literally. Yeah. They're amazing. You guys got uh, mountains in New Brunswick? We were in Nova Scotia. Shut your face hole. Ow. <laughs> Was it like a valley you drove into and then you drove up the other side? Literally, yes, we were. That's exactly right, actually, Adriel. <laughs> you smart ass. For, he says, to be appointed minister of nothing seems to be working for Bill Blair. And finally, a new prime minister. This one is needed ASAP before the current embarrassment just completely destroys our country. I made sure to make my list reasonable. I'm not greedy. I hope every gunny gets what they're asking for this year. Except Trevor, because, you know, Trevor sucks. Sincerely, Anthony. Really turned that into a thing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, well. Paul Frillot will get cancer someday, and that'll be karma, I guess. <laughs> that's, I'm pretty sure that's you even. That's to look forward to, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty sure that's even. Yeah. 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 Charles B., as always, any new gun is always on the list but as a new open gun oh i'm gonna try that again all right as always any new gun is always on the list but a new open gun pcc or tricked out 1911 in nine mil is on top always have lots of powder primer and bullets and beat trevor at every match we compete at hey charles i, I might have a bespoke no wait i gotta keep that 1911 never mind yeah i keep that 1911 that was that's a good one <laughs> I'm always in this like hustling mode. I just, yeah. I, it's, it's just in me. <laughs> Even for guns, I'm supposed it. to keep. <laughs> Ch Ch Chuck Wagon's never beat me in a match ever, and he could. No, that's beat his me. Christmas wish list. He wants right. to beat you. Well, he he can want it, and I can want a 24 karat gold toilet. It's just not in the cards. I mean, right. not even on his beatingest day with a beating machine could he beat me in a match. Beatingest day and a beating machine, really? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, 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 what else do you expect from Trevor? <laughs> all right. Uh, Wayne G. Hello, Slamfire crew. I just wanted to wish you all a very Merry Christmas. I love the show, and I think you guys are great. Sometimes even Trevor. Anyway, let's get to it. Dear Gunny Claws, I've been marginally good this year, but that can change if my demands aren't met. <laughs> oh, terrorist <laughs> I would like you I would like you to pull some strings with the RCMP so Lockhart Tactical can release their Raven 9 pistol cow carbine also after 5 years of action my high point pistol is getting old and unpretty I would love to replace it with a Walther PPQ in 45 if that's even possible not sure about barrel length it would go well with my 9mm PPQ navy as far as the rifle portion of my list goes, I like an AR-style rifle chambered in 308 that's non-restricted. I'm sure this is a popular request, so I'll leave the particular make and model up to your expertise. Thank you, Gunny Claws. Pew, pew, pew. Merry Christmas. 
I mean, uh, Stag 10? Yep. 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 Wish granted. Yeah, there you go. Bill Anderson wants a peaceful transition of government. Wow. Wait, no, don't read these. Oh, why? Kelly actually took the trouble to copy and paste these off of Facebook when the directions were simple. Email them in. If you copy them off Facebook, Kelly, you're enabling them and they will never learn. Oh. You said that I take care of it, so I did. All right. Yeah, I could have predicted this. Go ahead. Well, Bill still wants a peaceful transition of government. Yep. Sean wants us. Oh, we already read that one. Yep. Tommy, Uzi, Mr. Uzi, dude, Uzi mood. Yep. Some new shoes from Modern Rifleman Radio. That's a show. Oh, no, shows. those are shows. Some new shows. <laughs> <laughs> or shoes. We'll get a better chance of getting a Harper back. Uh, 308 Stag. Oh, Dallas. Dallas Smith. Uh, 308 Stag 10 with an IBI barrel or a GM6 Lynx if Santa's feeling generous. Hmm. Ernie Slater. Crate and crate of ammo in 2 to 3, 40 cal and 9, please, Santa. Awesome. Yeah, all right. Kelly, do you have the Facebook uh, or the YouTube open? I do. Any, what do you got uh, for us? Listener feedback there. I do have listener feedback. Nobody said what they want from Santa, but Luke Godin, he has a question for you guys. He says, uh, my SIG 1911 and 22, I took it apart for the first time to clean it. And there was a little black washer that came out uh, when I took it apart. And he said, this is the spring from the guide rod. Does the black washer go in before the spring or after the spring? Give me a, give me a second. It doesn't matter. Put it in wherever you want. Yeah, I usually just chuck the extra uh, extra parts down the barrel once I'm done assembling it, and then just shoot them out the first yeah, round. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's looking for that crazed lunatic. He says hello, returning from Canadian Reload Radio listener. Haven't oh. uh, yeah, haven't really been in the scene since like the mid to late 2012. But he's coming on. He says, uh, Trevor, you can be a gun Santa. He looks that way, anyways. So he does. He looks. Grumpy. <laughs> uh, and Luke Dan again, he says, while well, hearing you sing the song, Trevor, it, it confirms you definitely suck. And, <laughs> yeah. And Jeremy Crane's just, uh, he just uh, was talking about. Don't be so basic. <laughs> uh, the, uh, uh, don't be so basic, yeah. And he prefers the Kraken multi-caliber Kadex system. Cool. All right. And um, so all of that listener feedback and our main topic was sponsored by Armory DC Gunsmith. Armory DC Gunsmith is a full-service gunsmith who specializes in firearm refinishing. He offers hot bluing, park rising, Cerakote finishes, as well as wood refinishing. Check out his online inventory of new and used guns, firearms, firearms, accessories, optics, and more at www.dcgunsmith.ca. Follow Armory DC Gunsmith on Facebook at Facebook slash forward slash armory the french spelling dc gunsmith and on instagram instagram forward slash almuri a-r-m-u-r-e-r-i-e dc gunsmith you're just throwing on extra vowels for no reason i no am reason at all. vowels yep uh is this the part that you're wondering about so that's that's the order of how them things there go on there you got the buffer you got that little washer thing and then you got your spring that goes on there 
I think the little washer thing is what he's wondering about. Okay, well, that's how my GSG is set up. So everything behind the spring. Yep. Right. I also pulled up a picture and put it into the chat there if you guys were... If yeah, I, when I click on it, it won't let me look at it. 20 no, it, it's yeah. like, like a really blinged out shadow too. All right. Cool. Uh, we have no uh, shout-outs. Mine is to the mini snaps. Theirs uh, is to have some earplugs after listening to you sing. Yep. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to hearing what the first time a boy breaks your heart. That's what I have to <laughs> say to you now. So, um, anyone else have any? Um... I do. All right. I just want to say uh, to Stacy, have a good flight and have a Merry Christmas. Where's she off to? Someplace warm. Oh, lucky bum. I know. No right? kidding. Good for her. Thanks Matthew. for the calendars, Kelly. You're welcome. Sorry, Adrian, I skipped you because you didn't put anything down there. Just trying to surprise her. Yeah. Surprise! Yeah, it's kind of hard to shout out someone when you have to type their name in the same show notes that they're reading, huh? Yeah. 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 A little text message, Trevor, don't skip me. I just want to keep it a surprise. Would have been a... Too yeah, much. That's, not, that's not really the style of this show. Trevor. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. McClatchy. Uh, to Colby and to Greg. All right. Colby okay. and Greg. Cool. Yeah. Uh, there are no new Patreonies this week, but tonight is the um, recording of the Patreon episode. So if you would like to support the show by becoming a Patreonie, head on over to patreon.com forward slash slam fire radio where you can uh, for as little as a dollar a month become a patreoni help support us pay the bills all that good stuff you will receive some swag and a monthly bonus episode and maybe yeah. something else if someone can give us a good idea that'll be fun and will require little to no effort on our part but make you yeah, happy it needs that last part's really important really important it's the same approach yeah. i take to my wedding or my yeah. uh, marriage little to no effort on my part but make the other person happy seems to work so far, so um, far. yeah so until next week please join one or more of our national firearm associations such as the ccfr go on over to gun owners of canada check us out there we've got a little form over there that kelly does an awesome job of updating like us on facebook we are at 2024 or as i like to say it 2024 and um are we supposed to have flying cars by then oh yes we're Definitely. supposed to have flying we're i hey, want my we, hoverboard we I do have mine. flying cars there was actually a, a flying car that was involved in an automobile accident in detroit last week <laughs> that's amazing oops was it carjack it, it, it's funny though because it crashed as a car and not an airplane again showing that airplanes are safer than cars science you so, can't fight it it's it's a fact that's right yeah until next week everybody be good be safe merry christmas to you and yours and we will see you in the new year we're taking next week off like we always do and um yeah have some holidays and uh, cheer and take someone shooting. Have some holidays. Have some holidays. <laughs> so if you have any comments or questions for the show, please send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Now go grab a gun and shoot something. When the talking is over, it's time to get a gun.